0: Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's minus two today, since that's why I'm already I'm in a hoodie right now and you can maybe hear the heater in the background. Anyway, so it is day 22 of 30 days of 30 minute workouts and today we're going to take it right back into a bottom tier workout and we're going to simplify things and just do 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute and pace wise you're kind of looking for right about 2k plus 18. Now, I'm going to do something slightly different here, and I'm going to cover the, uh, the pace part of my monitor so that I don't know exactly how fast I'm rowing. I want just to see what my natural feel for this is and how consistent I can hold across the half hour without actually seeing the time so um, I'll explain how I'm going to do that when we get into the main session but there's um, I won't bore you with it now basically it's just a gimmick to try and kind of add something else a little bit more of a concentration factor to this 30 minutes 20 strokes a minute which is a bit of a long slog but it's really good for you so please don't skip this row as a, a thing that you can do from time to time all right so let's get into a four minute warm-up to prepare for today's row and as always we have Head to the front of the machine and set up our drag factor. Mine's quite high because I was doing some one-minute tests uh, the other day. Anyway, so I know that if I set it between 4 and 5, it gives me 120 drag factor. Don't go by the lever, please. Um, Go to your menu, more options, display drag factor, and that's how to know where to set the lever. I just know my machine well enough um that I know that's where I need to set it. Okay. Uh, next up go to your monitor and set it to eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally adjust those foot straps, foot stretchers, so that you can get forwards to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins pointing in a vertical position. Um, If you are set too high, you might get a little bit kind of bound up and not quite get there. If you're set too low, you might go flying straight past that vertical position and kind of hyperextend things, okay? Now, we're going to do this four minutes at 18 strokes a minute. We're going to start off with enough of just a push from your feet that you can think about the power coming from your feet, going into your hands and connecting to the handle, okay? I'll explain more as we get into this. And let's get into this quick because I'm freezing. (laughs) There we go. Right. Here we go then. In three, two one and we're off so like i say this isn't about putting in a hard push this is about just putting in enough of a push that you can think about the power connection between your feet and your hands because remember this is a pushing action rowing is about pushing with your legs it's not about pulling with your hands it's about getting that force into the machine through your hands And in order to do that, you want to push with your feet and connect the handle to the machine at exactly the same time. If you're too early or too late, you create power leaks, you're losing power. It helps to have a forward lean and arms straight as you're doing this connection as well. But for the time being, just think about that timing then we can worry about your technique. And as you start to get a feel for that timing, increase the push from your feet and try to get closer to 2K plus 20 pace. And if you don't know what 2K pace is, then row a 2km time trial, divide the resulting time by 4, So if it was 8 minutes 20, your divide by 4 would be 2 minutes and 5 seconds. And that is your 2k training pace. The average 500 meter pace when you divide by 4 for a 2k. And then when I say 2k plus 20, you just roll 20 seconds slower. 225 in this example. One more stroke here and then let's put... One foot on the ground. I know I flew through that description of 2K pace, so please check out the description to this video where it's written a little bit clearer (laughs) than I just said it in. There's also a video on this channel, the importance of baseline testing, which really goes through it. One more stroke and then let's swap feet. continue to put in a good push from the leg that's in and do still think about the timing between that push and your hands but this should help just open up your hips a little bit improve your flexibility as you come forwards to the front of the machine one more stroke and then let's put both feet back in legs straight and roll with your back and arms so you're pivoting, hinging, tilting, whatever you want to call it forwards to a 1 o'clock lean and backwards to an 11 with arms straight and then pull after you've done your hip swing so you swing over your back and then you engage the pull really important that Okay. roll to the front of the machine with arms straight forward lean and just press out the front not too powerfully because what I want you to concentrate on is holding this forward lean and arms straight as you drive with the legs and also that timing of the feet connecting to the hands okay two more here one more here Right, oh, it's not warmed me up that much in this room, you know, so I'm gonna to have to get through this quickly. Have a quick drink, move up and down the rail a little bit and I'll quickly just say one more time what we're doing and I'll show you how I'm covering the this, this screen. Oh. Right, so what to do, in fact, I'll program in the session first, just using ErgZone 303022, 30, now, I've set the, if you're using ErgZone for this, I've set the split times to two minutes so that when it comes to coming back and checking on this session, you can look at all those two-minute splits and you can compare how accurate you are if you're going to do this the same way as me with the covered monitor. Um, you can always go back and check the graph and all that kind of stuff as well, but I figured just two-minute splits is enough that you can kind of say, "All right, I was quite close. I slipped here. I got a bit tired there, blah, blah, blah. So... Now, uh, f- uh, sorry to all you non-Concept Two people here, because this might not really mean much to you. But um, the same thing goes: if you if you have a way to cover the pace, the speed that you're rowing at, but you can still see in the time, still see the time ticking down, and you can still see the stroke rate that you're rowing at, then that's all you need to do. So on a Concept Two, what to do is once you've programmed in your session, press the bottom right-hand button, not the menu, the one above that. So one, two, three, four, five, down press that button and it puts, sets it to the large display screen. Okay, so that just gives you time at the top, pace in the middle. Underneath that, it's the distance you've traveled, and underneath that is your stroke rate and your heart rate, if you've got heart rate monitor connected. And what to do is find something to cover the middle tab of that, which shows you your pace, um, which I've actually got. This is a, for tennis elbow, but it's perfect um, because it's elasticated and it won't stick to it. You can use tape, use whatever, whatever you want. But basically, I just slip that across the top, And then cover the battery. There we go. And then that. Ta-da. So now all I can see, well, obviously, ta-da, you can't see it. All I can see is the time, the distance I've traveled, which, again, I could use maths and try and work out how fast I'm going, but I'm not going to do that. Um, Stroke rate and heart rate. And then that's just going to keep me, I'll have enough information to get through this row because we want to make sure and hold that 20 strokes a minute. And obviously, we're rowing for half an hour. But we just want to think, right, What's that 5 to 6 out of 10 effort level like? What does it feel like if I'm driving in a 2 to 1 ratio for the drive speed to uh, recovery? Let's try and kind of get that feeling for consistency from start to finish. It's just a bit of a gimmick. You don't have to do this. You can just row and hold that 2K plus 18 pace if you wish. But I do find it quite interesting just to see what your body naturally wants to do. Um, And then obviously, I'm going to move... my phone with ErgZone to one side because I could cheat <laughs> by looking at that. So, right. So you ready for this? That's quite a long in-betweeny chat, wasn't it? Sorry. Let's go then at 2K plus 18 pace or whatever you think you should be rowing at in terms of effort. In three, let let's go. Now, the reason I'm doing this at 20 strokes a minute is that because... 20 strokes a minute is one stroke every three seconds you can kind of just get into the groove by watching the counter trickle down every three seconds whereas if this was 18 strokes a minute you have to just concentrate a little bit more on like doing it just after it passes seven and just after it pa- or before it hits three and it's much easier to just hit stroke rate groove but as long as you know you're rowing every three seconds every stroke should be at the same rate and then what you want is consistency across those strokes. And that's what I was meaning when I said ratio. So what I aim for is a two to one ratio where my drive speed is twice as fast is my recovery. And again, at 20 strokes a minute, it's really easy to work that out because you have one second drive, two seconds recover. One, two, three. One, two, three. And if you can then keep that ratio of drive speed and recovery through your row, you're a step closer to consistency. And that then stands across all the different stroke rates as well where if you try and roll every stroke rate at a 2 to 1 ratio you'll kind of effortlessly add pace each time your stroke rate increases I say effortlessly it does take a good extra oomph to get your stroke rate up it's interesting covering the screen because it's really easy to get locked into rowing at a pace that it's just written down it's like I've been rowing at like for this session 2.03 pace for I don't know run about a year because my 2k time has just been sitting at 7 minutes and so it's like I've I don't know, I don't know the best way to explain it. So there's a potential that I'm holding back the natural pace of what I can row these sessions at because I'm trying to just keep to that pace. I mean, even if it's just one second difference, that can be quite telling. maybe i've just been holding myself back and so it could be the same for you is that all this training all this it off your 2k pace stuff could actually be holding you back right now because maybe you've had an improvement like a proper development spurt that you're unaware of I oh, don't know I don't quite know where I'm going with this I just know that when I was recording the stroke rate videos the ones I've got that are four hours long of me rowing at a certain stroke rate. When I was making them, all I did was load up the Metro Gnome app. That's R-O-W, in case you're looking for it yourself. Metro Gnome loaded that up and just made sure to row it a 2 to 1 ratio and I was a good 3 seconds faster on every stroke rate than I would normally have rode it at I wasn't looking at the pace I was just looking at the the clock to make sure I was putting enough strokes in so I don't know just the rantings of a man that's been rowing for 22 days in a row but it's interesting, I don't know, I like thinking about ways that it's not just ways to improve your speed it's also looking at the things that may be holding back your development be that nutrition and hydration or a mental thing sleep but also just holding yourself back by being a slave to the numbers but must be said the simplest way to get improvements is to look at your technique and make sure that you're putting in the power as efficiently as possible and I was watching earlier today a video by the folks at Decent Rowing it's an Australian company mostly a subscription based thing but they do release free videos and it's worthwhile signing up for them. It's mostly based around on the water rowing rather than on the rowing machine. But they do have quite a lot of rowing machine content. However, today's one was about when you're in a real boat you're not thinking about pulling the oar to move the water you're thinking about the oar being a fixed point in the water and you are pushing the boat past it and I was trying to think what the equivalent is for the rowing machine hang on alright 10 minutes gone and the best I can think is my current focus do you know what I'm like I tend to go through waves of things I focus on, be it posture or the recovery phase of the stroke. But right now, especially because after last week's form check Friday and the video I made about the hang off the handle that's really what I'm kind of going through a phase of trying to focus people on right now is that hang as you push the machine away with your feet I think this hang Is the equivalent of the blade of the oar being a fixed point in the water the hang being how you really get that power into the machine because really when you push the machine away with your feet and then swing over your hips with your back that's all force going into the handle without you actually pulling on it so push swing Push, swing, both of those elements, my arms are still straight, although, okay, about halfway through that back swing is when my arms finally come into a pull, but in terms of the amount of power that goes in to the handle into the machine, three quarters of it is coming in from the leg drive and the backswing. The pull to a finish only adds in like maybe and it's actually for my money anyway the importance of the arms is about setting yourself up for the next stroke yeah, obviously there is that element of you do need to pull to a finish, I'm not ignoring the extra power you get from your arms. But, if you can really think less about pulling on the handle, and more about creating that tension against the handle, with your legs pushing, and then your back swinging, then your arms take care of themselves whereas if you just think about pulling right from the front it's really hard to get that leg drive nice and powerful and bear in mind your legs are a lot stronger than your arms so why wouldn't you start with the legs and then add in your arms 15 minutes gone we are past the Bon Jovi point one of these days I'll just do a workout which Involves singing, living on a prayer like nine times over. Maybe April Fool. Although well, it does, I'll quickly distract myself by. Mentioning something that will eventually be redundant, but it's November 2021 right now, which means the holidays are coming, and so I'm gonna do a thing the 12 rows of Christmas. I'm not ignoring other religious festivals or even people who don't celebrate anything at all and literally just hanging off the words of a popular song Look at me trying to be all politically politically correct (laughs) and so for the 12 days of Christmas what I'm asking is that people let me know their favourite workout what do you enjoy doing most and then I might tweak them to turn into time based rows make them longer or shorter but this is a way that we can Give each other something. Anyway, if you're watching this in like July 2023, then I apologize for wasting a minute of this row talking about something that you'll have very little, if any interesting but I, when I look at the views on my rows although people do come back and watch them I do get the majority of views right now when the video is released so it makes sense to talk about current things I wonder how I'm getting on like I said I could try and look at the metres travelled as I have left that up on screen instead of switching it to calories or watts or something but you know what I'm like when it comes to maths if I tried to work out what my average pace is after 20 minutes first up I'd get the maths wrong and second up probably fall off the machine <laughs> now I realise that today apart from talking about the hang off the handle I haven't really talked technique so as being two thirds into a row like this maybe where fatigue starts to set in. I'll do that for the last 10 minutes or so. So, let's just pick up the idea of it being a pushing motion, not a pulling. And that means that you're pushing with your legs So if you can try to think about the stroke as pushing the machine away from you, rather than pushing yourself backwards or pulling the handle, that will help with this idea of pushing power into the machine. run you your legs slightly open, knees kind of <clears throat> shoulder width, maybe just inside your armpits. So you do have slightly open knees rather than locked together. You get more power in from that push. If your knees are apart, just think about a deadlift or a squat. You wouldn't do them with your knees together. And this pushing action of your feet into the machine is similar, certainly at the star anyway, similar to a squat and a deadlift. Shins vertical as you slide forwards. If you go flying past vertical, there's a chance your feet are too low in the foot straps but it could also just be that you're lifting your heels way too high off the foot stretcher. A small lift is okay. A couple of centimeters is fine. But if you're heels end up parallel to the floor because your lift is so high then chances are that's what's causing your shins to go past vertical and if you can't quite get there well could be that your feet are set too high in the foot stretchers and you're all bound up your body hip angle and stuff is holding you back so drop them a little bit one notch maybe and then try it or it could just be reduced flexibility in which case just mark where you want to be with a post-it note and where you are managing to get to with another post-it note and then gradually move where you are closer to where you want to be and every session you row, you'll feel a click as you roll over the post-it note To let you know you traveled that extra little distance so when you have a good session afterwards move it a little bit closer and that will gradually increase your flexibility as you come towards the front of the machine in at a neutral height looking straight ahead of you you don't want to go up in the air when you drive or down to the ground as you return and then arms straight in front of you but relaxed loose shoulders loose even a slight outwards rotation of your elbows to relax your shoulders and lock in your lats in your back and then posture wise you want to be up on your sit bones tilted towards the front of the machine. But importantly, you want to be powerful, okay? Don't want to be slumped with a rounded back. I've stopped using this analogy recently, but let's go for it. Imagine you're sitting on a carrot and that carrot is basically stuck upside inside your bottom I know, I know, yuck but this is an imagine, don't actually do it the point is as you come forwards you have a powerful back not rigid like a wooden door but up powerful tilted over your hips so there's a straight line from your hips up your back and that way that carrot is safe and sound and you won't snap it. Don't snap the carrot. And to continue that, when you eventually swing over your hips, this is why you pivot over your hips and remain powerful at the back of the stroke still in your sit bones with good posture but your hips are still in line with your back in that lay back position so throughout the whole stroke from forwards to backwards and then that tilt back into forwards again that carrot is safe and sound where the sun don't shine (laughs) and when you finally get ready to drive with the legs keep those arms straight keep that forward lean and push the machine away with your legs push Once your legs are halfway through the drive, that's when you swing over your hips. And then once you start that swing, that's when you finally pull with the handle. Sternum height, wrists flat if possible. And if that means a slight outwards flare of your elbows that's cool and then as you finish send your hands straight out in front of you again tilt back over your hips your hands will be past your knees you're already in the forward lean and all you have to do is bend your knees to effortlessly come to the front of the machine ready for the next stroke that's timed quite well well it wasn't really, I missed out a good 10 minutes <laughs> worth of chat about technique, but hey right so let's see how I got on it's hard to tell them this, let's, of course You will have seen my pace the whole time up on up on screen in the video. Memory list by date, 30 minutes. So I was aiming for 2:03 pace. That was what. So 2.6, 2.6, 3.4, 3.7. Ooh. 2.6, 2.4, 2.1, 1.7, 2.1, 2.9, 2.1, 2.9. So. My natural, how I feel I should be rowing that is actually, give or take, run about a second faster than I'm usually pacing myself at that four. So it's interesting to see that, because you, you do, and the more, more you train, the more you do these things, the more you just fall into this natural groove for each of the stroke rates. For right. If I'm going to be rowing this at a two to one ratio, then that's what the groove feels like. That's the whole point of having a, a technique that you can use to go from stroke rate to stroke rate so that groove always sits with you so it seems looking at that as though my natural groove for that row is actually a second faster than my training plan is telling me i should be doing it now whether from that you can extrapolate that instead of my 2k being um seven minutes on the nose i've actually got a a 656 2k right now it's always hard to extrapolate downwards um so who knows, the only way really to work that one out is to do a 2K. And right now, I'm a little bit embedded in doing, doing these 30 days of 30 minute workouts. So let's get in to a two minute cool down, okay? We're gonna do this at 18 strokes a minute, just slow it down a little bit. And because that was quite a gentle row, let's start round about 2K plus 20 pace, which is around about five out of 10 uh, effort level, and quite quickly slow it right down into to glide into neutral at the end of the two minutes. So here we go then. In three, two, one let's cool down oh. this was a fun roll. I think if I was to give myself marks out of ten for the chat point of view I think I started a good kind of like four out of ten when I was trying to explain this natural pace thing I think I lost myself a bit in that one then it got a little bit better when talking about the importance of the hang off the handle I think and like I say do check out the decent rowing website and sign up for their free videos and free newsletter and stuff, you also get a free trial so you could go in and like hoover up all their content in 30 days if you want but there's a lot of content and then A quite rushed 10 minutes at the end talking technique, but hey, it's me. I like to talk technique, and it was the return of the carrot today. So, if only because of the return of the carrot, that will give the closing stages a solid seven out of ten. So, as far as IMDb ratings go, I think overall. I was probably about a 7 out of 10 today in terms of chat entertainment of course feel free to disagree (laughs) you are a 2 out of 10 today John you are no better but you know for a session like this this 30 minutes and 20 strokes a minute that last stroke for me ugh It's just about getting you through it, to be honest. All right, continue cooling down if you wish, or do some stretching while I say goodbye. But yeah, once you get into the groove on a 20 strokes a minute for 30 minutes and you start to kind of get into that right stroke rate, it's just about carrying on going for half an hour and not letting things fall apart, which is why I did the last 10 minutes as the technique chat. And the first 20 minutes was really just about uh, just trying to keep you distracted and keep you company, which I hope worked. I hope it worked. I can't always sit here and talk to you about my love of Van Halen and Dead Mouse and how the family are getting on what I'm eating for dinner and stuff. Sometimes I will actually talk about <laughs> slightly more rowing related things, uh, although that said, I haven't had a massive detour into things recently, have I so maybe I'm due one of them, but yeah, it is again we are we're on day twenty two so this is 22. So at least from a from a session point of view, that's 11 hours of road for together. Add in the warm up, the cool down, and all this gubbins in between. Everything the, the the videos tend to run around about 45 minutes. So that's been a lot a lot of time I've been talking to you for. So um, in fact it was it was Sharita today, message and she was saying how sometimes she watches for sessions of like this. She'll just like put a TV program on and have me running in the background on mute, so she can see me for the stroke rate, but doesn't really listen to what I'm saying. And to be honest, I don't blame her, especially for the, these bottom tier ones. As long as you're okay and you're pretty sure about your technique and things, then you might not need to listen to my constant drivel. And plus, if you're, if you're doing it often enough, then it'd be quite easy to get fed up with me. Trust me, my wife would easily say that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, so I mean, I'd say certainly I, I still encourage you to always put on uh, what I'm saying and listen to me because hopefully things like the carrot today and whatever and useful tidbits and that idea of maybe you'd never you'd never thought before about pushing with your legs you'd always thought about pulling with your arms so hopefully i do say things that keep you interested but hey as long as you are kind of sticking to the pace guides and all that kind of stuff and you're not doing something weird technique wise then don't worry about it. yeah and plus just hit make sure and hit play so i get that single view um, it's all about the YouTube algorithm. The more people that watch, the higher I get, and then the more people come along, and the more people watch, and the more people I can help for free. And that's the whole point of this it's for free. Uh, you're never going to hit a paywall. You're never going to say, right, so I've got new content, but you have to, give, have to pay for it. <laughs> Call me Scrooge. No, give it all away for free, because that's what I like to do. Don't know why. I probably could make a lot of money out of this, but then maybe I couldn't. Maybe if I was make, trying to do this to make a living out of it, I'd be completely different. I'd be just be going the whole time saying, share this on your socials, make sure people know about me and buy my merch and pay for this plan and whatever the whole time. And I'd be running adverts mid-roll and all that kind of stuff to squeeze every single penny I could out of this. Whereas I'm just rowing a session that I need to row anyway and need to keep it low level because of rehab on my shoulder. So why not video it? Why not talk to you and try and help you with your rowing too, hey? helps me as much as it helps you trust me so anyway right i'm in that rant mode so i'm gonna stop as far as i was concerned today's session was a success because i got the workout i wanted out of it and it turned out that my natural flow at 20 strokes a minute is a second faster than i would normally rode that so that's and that's me talking to you at the same time so that's really quite eye-opening that maybe i'm holding myself back slightly here in terms of uh what's going on and maybe that's if I added like, or sorry, took a second off all of my pace guides for what I'm doing, maybe that would then give me the performance increase that I've been looking for. And maybe I've just been kind of, um, oh, what's the right phrase? I want to say "retarding," but it's not the right word. word. is it? Basically, holding myself back. I'm sure there's a proper word for that. Tell me what it is. Yeah, anyway, so thank you. Uh, I'm gonna go. uh, Thank you so much for being part of of this one. We're on day 22, not got that many to go before we get to the end of November. And trust me, I am gonna take a couple of days break uh, just to just go, oh. Um, so I, I'm not going to do like an advent calendar thing through Christmas. I'm just going to do what was on about the, the 12 days of Christmas. Don't even know what day I'll start that on, so let's just see if people send in what your favourite sessions are um, so we can start building it that way and then we'll give proper info about it. But hey, I thought i thought out there so you can have a wee think about what uh, what you'd like to do for it if you want to make any suggestions, okay? So please look after yourselves. Uh, last thing, uh, oh, uh, we didn't do hashtags, so oh, I'm at the thing. Um... um um, um, what did we? What was, I mean, the hang off the handle thing. Or, or, or hang on, um, holding, holding back. Oh, why not? Why not? Hashtag holding back, because that's, this session today shows that you could be holding back from what you should, what you could be rowing at. So, yeah, hashtag for today, if you want to leave one in the comments, is holding back. Okay? So, look after, Sanga, say goodbye now. Look after yourselves, stay safe, be well. Bye bye.